Welcome to the Dirty World Podcast, where we talk about sustainability, health, and beauty for busy, busy women. I'm Louisa Hollenberg, founder of Earth and Skin Organic Spa and Beauty Shop, and author of Clean Skin in a Dirty World. This podcast comes to you from the clean side of beauty. We will talk about tips and tricks for improving your life and your health without damaging planet Earth or the animals we share it with. Welcome back to the second podcast with Chelsea from Keen to Go Green. Chelsea is so passionate about the environment, which we spoke about in the last podcast. But today we are going to talk more about what we can do to reduce, reuse and recycle in three of the most wasteful rooms in the house, the kitchen, the bathroom and the laundry. So thank you so much for coming back, Chelsea. You're so welcome. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Sustainability is a, um, a hot topic, I feel, and I wanted to delve a bit further. And we were talking about um, things that people can do when they're starting on the journey or even if they're already in it, what they can maybe um, add to the things that they're doing um, to create this circular um, economy is that what you yes, call it? Yes, yeah, circular, circular economy, economy. Taking resources and keeping on using them. Yes. So we thought we might just break it down in this um, second podcast into the different things that you can do in each area of your home. Yes, I love it. So we thought that we would talk about kitchen, laundry, and bathroom. Yep, they're the main ones. They're Good. the main ones. So. Give us some tips. If someone was starting out, what are things that they could look at to improve in their kitchen? Kitchen, that's my favourite. Food waste is a big one because yep. food waste going to landfill is actually one of the leading causes of climate change. There's a right. real link between the methane emissions that food gives off, yep. which are up to 25 times worse for greenhouse gas emissions than carbon dioxide. And people don't know this stuff, wow. but that's a really cool fact. So... So to me, getting food out of landfill is really important. So if you can set up a compost bin at home, that would be ideal. Yep. We are having um, food bins coming from council around the country. It's already happened in a lot of areas around Australia, but mm -hmm. we still have so far to go. We're at about 20% of Australia at the moment yep. has um, food organics recycling bins provided curbside by councils. We are getting them quickly. It's really, there's a real buzz around FOGO mm -hmm. at the moment, food organics garden, food um, organics and garden organics bins, <laughs> which people would have to pay an extra probably $50 a year for in most councils yep. so that's coming in the meantime if you can compost like you mentioned to me you're composting at home that's yes. fabulous yeah even if you can't compost everything but just some things you know like maybe you're making a salad and it's just the small things that you can take out or maybe it's just all the banana peels or you know um if you can't compost because you don't have space or you just don't want to you can use the share waste app to find someone in your area that can take your scraps they're yep. looking people like me are looking for people to contact me and say can i bring a bag of food waste to your house once a week can you please use it? And they might want it for chicken feed. You know, yes. there's so many people that are looking for waste. So your waste might be just invaluable to you, but it could be valuable resource to somebody else. So we just need to think, what's going into my kitchen bin and how could I get it out? So the two main ones are food mm -hmm. and soft plastics. Because mm -hmm. you wouldn't believe once you take the soft plastics out. And most people are jumping on the Red Cycle program now mm. and taking that back to any Coles or Woolies store. Any store mm -hmm. has a bin out the front. So 
Um, but first of all is reducing that. So not just patting yourself on the back because you're doing red cycle recycling because soft plastics is out of control. Mm. It's every frozen pea bag, bread bag, nut bag, cereal mm. bag, tomato bag. It's everything mm. and it takes up so much space. So really it's kind of like doing a mini audit on your kitchen bin and seeing what am I putting in there and where else could those resources be diverted to instead of landfill doing a bin audit yes it's just looking at what you're putting in your bin yeah I like being aware so soft plastics just to um clarify what soft plastics are anything scrunchable scrunchable if you can scrunch it in your hand they call it soft plastics cool red cycle has stopped taking cling wrap because they can't quite process that type of plastic at the moment Mm -hmm. So that's where beeswax wraps are a really yes. good alternative. I love beeswax wraps. Yes, and it's it's just important to apply sort of heat to the edges. Like I've noticed if you get a bowl out of the fridge and you want to rewrap it because the bowl's cold, you'll have some trouble. So we're still sort of, <laughs> you know, it's still about kind of managing those alternatives and but they are such a good way thing mm. to do and you can easily make them yourself as you well. They're not hard to make. So in the kitchen, there's a lot we can do to mm-hmm. reduce plastic, things like um, food packaging by doing bulk food shopping with glass jars, refilling your jars instead of having to buy everything yep. like sugar, flour, rice, everything in mm-hmm. a plastic bag, reducing as much as you can, mm-hmm. taking um, things that are soft plastics that you can't, that you just need um, back to any Coles or Woolies mm-hmm. for recycling. Um, into furniture and roads and things they're doing now with that, but not just relying on that as a, you know, as a solution. Yeah. Reduce. There's a waste hierarchy, which is to um, reduce and then reuse. Yes. So what you can do a cool tip. Say you've got a bread bag. Instead of just putting it into the red cycle bin at home to take back to Coles or Woolies, you can use that bread bag. For something else you could use it to store your cheese slices in you know you could reuse it as yeah. much as you can first because the truth is we have all these like a nut bag with a ziploc on the top you might want to put some tacos in that instead of putting them into you know something you can reuse a lot of this stuff yeah. we're not really in a reuse mindset no we're not but if you think about every package even you know um a square um, Ziploc bag with sushi um, squares, make your own sushi mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. it is, wraps, you know, you can reuse that bag for a lot of things. Of course you can. You don't have to go buying packets of... <laughs> I, I think I'm pretty good with stuff, but I'd never even thought of that. But of course you can. It's just thinking about it, it is. isn't its It's just thinking about what you're doing. It does take a bit of brain space. It does take a little bit of being bothered. It's yeah. all um, behavioural change. Yeah. But that's cool though, because if you can change behaviours... You know, we need to kind of be able to change our behaviours, right? So I think it's cool. What can I change this week? Mm. What else could I do differently? I think that kind of keeps us a little bit more aware Mm. of, you know, not just being robot. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And um, so speaking of compost, I had said to myself a couple of years ago, um, over Christmas, we always have a to-do list over, over Christmas. What, what, do, what do we want to achieve over Christmas? And yeah. I'd said to my husband, I want to start composting. And literally the next week we were driving out and someone had on their curb free this yes. big compost bin. I was like, yes, That's great when amazing. you can get something else that somebody else's trash is another yes. person's treasure. So right? I've reused and great. that compost bin has been sitting in our backyard collecting waste for nearly two years and 
I just said to Chelsea before, what do I do? Because we actually haven't used anything from it. but And it's working. Yeah. And you told me that it's breaking things down really fast, which mm-hmm. would be because of all of the microorganisms in mm-hmm. there being so concentrated. Mm-hmm. So when you put your scraps in, they're just going to gobble them up. Mm. Whereas if you tip it out and start from scratch, you will have to really build those microbes up mm. again. So things will take longer. So if you're happy, there's a lot of different ways you can compost. You've obviously got a good recipe happening it's like baking mm. it's like baking a cake you know you just need the right amount of moisture not too much you need the right ingredients brown and green so green is food scraps brown is lawn clippings mm-hmm. leaves mm-hmm. paper and then you need it to be mixed up and so there's air can get into it so mm-hmm. if it goes smelly and yucky that's called it's gone anaerobic which mm. means no oxygen okay so you've obviously got good oxygen coming in good microorganisms and it's working yeah well done oh that's not it that's not that easy people don't find it that easy to get that right equation like i have to admit in the beginning it was difficult and i actually lifted the lid one day and i found all of these tiny little they were like black worms larvae yeah, they were soldier black soldier fly, fly yeah, larvae. I was going to say, and I didn't know what they a were. Huge solution for composting. Now. Yes, and I'm really excited about that because I posted. We actually have a um a, a giveaway Facebook page for our community, and yeah. I so I posted on there that I had these larvae, and does anyone want them for chicken feed? And a woman came around and she said, "Oh my gosh, you've got so many. You're so lucky. Yes. These are the the solution to the food waste they problem. They really are a solution." Yeah, so she was saying to me that these little black soldier fly larvae, they only live for two days right. or something, and their whole um, purpose in life is just to eat and reproduce. Yep. So they're in my compost heap, and they are eating and reproducing, and that's all that they do. Yes, isn't that cool? Really quickly, yeah. Yes, and so, yes, if you have those wiggly worms, you're lucky. <laughs> I love worms are my favourite, yeah. earthworms. Or composting worms, worms. So with my compost bin, it's exposed to the ground. So they just come up through the ground and they get to it somehow. Who knows how? Because the soil is really compacted underneath. They're amazing, aren't they? They are amazing. Ours is attached to the ground too. Maybe that's the key. Maybe they're coming up through the ground. Yeah. Or you can on Gumtree find people that sell them and then just tip a whole lot in there and that will kickstart things really well. It's really cool. Mm, mm. It's the new, it's really the new gangster way of life. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched a Eco gangster. I watched a post about this, this guy in LA who was doing all of this on the curb in the middle of South Los Angeles and he was growing this amazing food and he was doing all this stuff. And it's like, you know, yo, this is the new gangster, yo. <laughs> it's like, it's so easy. It's so cool. Eco warriors. It is great. cool. It is cool. Not nerdy at all. No, not at all. But it's it's about it's about us showing the kids that this is normal. Yeah. So that when they grow up, they'll be able to take on things that we haven't haven't done yes. or even haven't thought of because just, they're already doing all of this. And like at first, you probably found it was a challenge to get your seven and eight year old to put their banana peel in the right place so that yeah. it wasn't going in the bin because separation's the key within yes. any recycling. But they got it after a while, didn't they? Yeah. You might have had to totally. ask them ten times, but they yeah. got it. Now they put their banana peels and yeah. their orange mandarin peels in that bin. Yeah, and it's their job to take the um, compost out. Good. Yeah. 
So I love that tip. Separation is the key. It really is. And that's where, you know, my friend um, owns McDonald's stores and he's trying, you know, our friend. I've been working with him on how are we going to help him do better. Good. He wants to do better. He really is desperate to do better. So I've been having a lot of chats with him. But separation is the key. So if you can't separate your resources like your soft plastics from your food, from your, you know, whatever else, then you can't recycle it. If it all goes in together and the yogurt spills on the soft plastics, it's not going to be recycled. So separation and having low contamination, especially in schools where if you're trying to do recycling and it's really Mm. separation's the key. Mm. Yep. Yeah, so having it easily set up so that you just know so where you it's going. So you want to have a compost caddy on your kitchen bench, yep. probably, yep. because with a lid on it, yep. so that um, you know you can get some really cool ventilated caddies now. So even yep. if you don't empty it for four days, it's mm-hmm. not going to smell because oxygen can get through a compostable bag into a ventilated caddy. Mm-hmm. So if you're not going out every day, that's a really cool solution. Um, but you know, anything that separates your food waste from your regular bin Mm. is, is going to be the first step. Mm. So we have a soft plastics bin. We have a recycling bin. We have our normal into the wheelie bin bin. Landfill (laughs) bin. Yes, Yes. that's right. The landfill bin. Actually, you know what? I think if I called it the landfill bin, we'd be less inclined to use it. Most people call it the general waste bin, but really general waste just means it's going to landfill, right? Mm. I like calling it a landfill bin because that's the nasty one. Yes. And then we have the compost Good. bin. You're so on yeah. to it, Lou. Yeah. That's the way Getting to do there. it. Yeah. And it does take a bit of effort. It does take being bothered. Yeah. Um, but if you're, it, you know, it's very rewarding, don't you find? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk about the laundry. Laundry. Well, you know, soap berries, some people call them soap nuts, but they're a berry, a dry yeah. berry. They yeah. really do launder and clean clean fabrics they really so do how do you use them because they, they come they're little round yes and berries. they're little like look like little nuts kind of like a dried macadamia kind of nut yep. shape and they give you a little calico bag when yep. you buy them it's small so you put five of the soap berries into the calico bag and it's got a little drawstring uh-huh. you put it where you normally put the laundry detergent yes and then that's it that will wash your clothes successfully i promise it works it's really hard to believe it yeah. um so even in a front loader you put it in the little tray uh i believe so yeah yeah, yeah. i okay. believe so but i might need to check that fact yeah. for you because i've got the top yeah okay and and when you look up soap berries on all health food stores and all you know websites are selling them now yeah. it will say on there what to do for yeah. a front okay. loader but um i also add because i'm still a little bit like surely not so i add a few drops of eucalyptus oil a dash of vinegar if i'm doing towels you can also do that if you think well i might just need to just be sure yeah you can do those things as well um which so you do hurt. the vinegar vinegar is for... great for towels because yes. it fluffs them up fluffs them that's the big tip Everyone from loves bed bath and fluffy. table they're oh. like how do you get your towels back to fluffy oh you just put a dash of vinegar it really does work oh, i love that and vinegar we all love these cleaning products eucalyptus for everything because yes. you know they're sustainable products and they're natural chemical free right yes soap berries definitely chemical free and the thing about soap berries is so five berries will do you five washes uh-huh. i think that's what it says on the on the instructions and after you'll know when the berry is um probably done because it will be quite squashy to touch but when they start they're quite firm like hard yeah and then what happens is the soap dissolves from them Mm -hmm. and then when you've got them you can keep them in a jar and you can boil them up and use that um 
the, the water runoff from the boiling as a pre-wash spray and it really does work. I promise you it works. <laughs> you would so never have, would have thought you couldn't use yeah. chemicals. Like yeah. we need chemicals. No, we don't. A pre-wash spray, boil them up when you can't use them in the machine anymore. And, yep. that, and there's also many other uses that you can use that for in your house. But I, I use this. just mine as a pre-wash spray. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It does work. Very cool. And touching on vinegar, something that I wanted to add to the kitchen um, tips, vinegar. I've used vinegar as a um, uh, rinse aid in my dishwasher. What? I've yes. been looking for a solution for that. I hate yes. buying rinse aid, but I didn't know what else to I use. I hate rinse aid too. One, because of the, the waste of going through the rinse aid, but two, because it's, it's, it's nasty. Chemicals. What it's is awful. it? And you're putting it all over everything you're eating off. Vinegar. It is so effective. I'm doing that from now on. Yes, and it's cheap. And I go to the bog food store for that, so you can refill your own, mm. you know. Vinegar. Neat. You've just helped me. Yeah, and I've even been using vinegar as, um, like, window cleaner. Great. It's well, so good. Well, people use it to clean everything, yeah. don't they? And I don't really love the smell. Oh, but I, was surely just, you I was just about to things. say I actually like it. I feel Do like you? it's a clean well, smell. Well, that's good. But... <laughs> <laughs> Like you said, you can add things to it. I'm Essential sure you oils. could. It's quite, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like drinking it. I just don't love, yeah, spraying it all around the room. <laughs> oh, so the laundry. So we've we've covered pre-wash yes. and we've got um, washing solutions. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's the main things you use. It is. Like a pre-wash spray and a laundry yeah. detergent. Yeah. You know, my friends in Bali, they're really want this information i just went there and they were like chelsea tell us everything you know so what they do in bali is they buy single use plastic sachets of laundry detergent what so every single load is in a little plastic sachet oh. and it's wet so you can't oh. read that it have red cycle anyway but you can't recycle anything that's wet so my friend said oh why do you do that and she said it's so well portion control we know how much to use they're just so oh, so no. far off the track because they don't know any better no one's come no one's shown them i took them a big bag of soap berries they just don't if we don't know knowledge is power right totally yeah yeah wow well Thankfully, we're not doing that. Thankfully, we're not doing single-use plastic sachets. Get a cup. Oh, boy. <laughs> bathroom. Okay, good. Um, so much plastic waste from the bathroom, yeah, isn't there? there really is. So everybody is catching on that soap bars are a really good solution. In mm -hmm. fact, I worked um, with this amazing girl, um, Holly Somerville not who started um, her own business with soap bars and you have a lot of great soap bars mm -hmm. as well so all that means is that your kids aren't going to pump 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 and waste the plastic the plastic mm. pump can't be recycled mm -hmm. they're not recyclable right so I was throwing mine in my recycle bin until I saw a boomerang alliance post saying no don't even bother putting them in is there is that because they're made of all different composite, materials anything with composite mm. materials there's also, um, just a bit off the topic, but when it comes to recycling plastic, little bits of plastic like lids, mm -hmm. you can't put them in a container. And like with aluminium, you could put that into, like scrunch it in a ball or um, steel, you can use a Milo can and put other things like beer bottle tops into it and then that will all be recycled. But with plastic, there's so many different types that if it's not separated and it can't be re-separated at the recycling facility, then it's not going to happen. So that's called like a composite. So a pump is definitely made up of 
too many things, it's not recyclable. Mm. So even if you separated it yourself, I guess, no. There's no, a lot of, it no. does depend on each different council's mm. a bit different. And um, when I ask Gold Coast City Council here, they still don't even quite, nobody really quite knows because it's up to the recycling facility mm. um, itself as to how it works and how it separates things. Generally speaking, pumps are not recyclable. Okay. But there are companies like TerraCycle. Yes, TerraCycle is a good one. Yeah. And I know that you have some brands of beauty products that will take the packaging back yes. to um, to there. So if you can't buy it in a bar because it's not soap, then when it comes to all the other things we use, you at least want to know that that packaging is being recycled. Yes. And at the moment, um, a lot of it just isn't. If you no. put it in your general waste, general recycling bin, curbside bin, um, it's probably not going to be because we have a lot of tubes, a lot of small lids. Um, at least if you're buying from a brand that can offer you that or TerraCycle has some good programs as well, mm. then you know that those resources are going to be recovered That's in right. some form. So TerraCycle separate all of the different components. They do a great job, especially yeah. with tubes, like toothpaste tubes, not recyclable, but they have a Colgate program for that. Yeah. So they're really good, TerraCycle, at taking things that are not ordinarily recyclable, crayons, textures, and finding a way to recycle them. Mm. So TerraCycle is a great one if you're stuck for a solution and you want to do better. They even sell boxes for schools at Officeworks, like a big box that you can collect you yeah. know, markers in. Yeah. So they're really trying to just hit that niche with recycling difficult to recycle things yeah which i think is 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 key because it needs to be easy for the consumer yes and if you were to have a box in your um in your bathroom yep. for all your cosmetic jars and containers then you can just take that to a drop-off facility and they'll be able to yes. recycle it you do that for you we do it right. we do it at yeah, so skin. your yeah. clients can bring back their packaging next time they come in yes and you'll send it off for them that's correct which is amazing service yeah thank you for doing that yeah because if more businesses would do that it certainly makes yes. it easier for the consumer mm -hmm. yes so call out to anyone who has a business there are ways that you can help people recycle Anything, like what Chelsea was saying, from crayons to, you know, yep. printer cartridges or cosmetic yes. jars and containers. Yeah, well, a lot of places, yeah. Ikea is doing a great job. Yeah. Have you seen their big wall? And you can put everything from coffee capsules to batteries to um, all sorts of things in this big wall that they have um, as you walk into Ikea. And there's so a spot good. for everything, printer cartridges, I think. Oh, good. Um, and so they're also taking some difficult to recycle streams like batteries yep. and offering a, a way that they can it's great because it's great for them it's great for their customers yes yeah. and then they'll pass them on to the right people we just need an ikea closer to here yes ikea minutes, but come yeah. to the gold coast yes they're doing a really good job when yeah. it comes to circular design as well um in most states except for queensland their mattresses bed mattresses are all being fully recycled there's programs for that right. and a lot when you shop in store you'll see a lot of the products have been made from completely recycled materials yeah. so that's circular design that's innovation yeah but but scandinavia is leading the way in that space they're, right? they're very so, clever yeah. 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 So um, we talked about in the bathroom, so swapping your pump soap for bar soap. That is a big one. I know that I used to buy this pump soap for my kids. and They waste it, don't oh they? Oh, my gosh. But make sure they put it back on a little tray, like a bamboo soap um, 
dish because yes. if they don't, the soap just melts, right? And yeah. it's wasted. So yeah. you, you can waste it because especially if it has beautiful oils in it, they're mm. just going to melt. So make sure you're using a bamboo soap tray or something like that. Yes. And you yeah. can get your tiny little soap slivers and right. just attach them to sure. a new bar. Of course you can. I've always done that since people, I was a kid. Lo- a lot of people don't they do that, They throw them in the bin. They throw them away. <laughs> no, they think it's too it. small. Oh, but yeah. that's a little bit called thinking things through. Just, you know, <laughs> think it through. Be bothered, you know. Yeah. Those little tiny things. Yes. And then having your waste, you know, you could also have a compostable um, bin in your bathroom. Right. Yes. Especially for things like bamboo um, ear cleaners, yes. ear cotton buds. Um, if you're using, I use a lot of um, just toilet paper and tissues. You yeah. can put them straight in. And compostable dental floss. Ooh. That's a big thing. There's a brand um, around the a Gold Coast brand called Eco Pandas that sell yes. compostable dental floss. <gasps> and I contacted them because it's in a beautiful little glass um, case. Yeah. And I said, please tell me you sell refills because I don't want a yeah. new glass container every time. They said, yeah, we sell refills. Oh. But do you know what I'm not doing? I've got ways to go to improve. I'm not perfect at all. And I have been not been separating my bathroom waste. So everything from... Um, you know, a razor blade or something that's not compostable yep. is going in together. And mm. then I couldn't be bothered, obviously, separating, separating it. it out. Yeah. So I need two bins in my bathroom. You've just yes. given me that idea. Let's do Thank that. Thank you. Um, we are about to build a house and sustainability is key. Great. And I was thinking the other day, I've started up a Trello board. Anyone who works uses Trello it's really really nerdy and cool and organized um and uh, we've we've got in each room what we'd like and um I'm now going to add in the bathroom I want maybe like a pull-out drawer with bins separation is really the key because if you can't separate it you can't recycle it that's right and a bidet Oh, yes, I love those because, mm. yes, less toilet less paper. Less toilet paper. And also, well, who gives a craps doing a good job of toilet paper yeah, now, they do. They? Yeah. Um, but, you know, reduce. We don't want to just recycle. We need to reduce. That's Bidets right. are great for that. Yes. Love it. I haven't talked to my husband about that yet, oh, but it's a happening. Bidet shop. It is happening. In <laughs> awesome. Can you think of any other general tips for people to just get the ball rolling. Yeah, my the cutlery set is my favourite one. Just mm. pop a spoon and yep. a fork in your handbag. Yeah. If you use chopsticks and you're often using disposable chopsticks, stick them in your handbag. Have a cute little bag that you put them in. And just be bothered. When you pull them out, no matter who you're with, whether it's the... You know, the friends and family or the waitress, they'll be impressed that someone cares and you'll influence them. That's so Even if true. most people look at you like you're a bit nuts. <laughs> but even if they do that, it plants the seed in, of the idea in their mind that, yes. hey, maybe we shouldn't be just using a spoon and chucking it in the bin or a pair of chopsticks. Like the, the amount of carbon emissions that even goes into making those materials for us to use for 10 minutes and throw in the bin... It's just kind of like thinking it through a little bit. Yeah. I really love that. Yes. Just any little things you can do like that. Um, Obviously, the keep cup, the coffee cup, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm such a nerd. I even wash out if I have plastic takeaway containers, because I do. Mm. I'm not perfect, and we all acquire Mm. them when we've got Mm. leftovers at a restaurant. I wash them out, and I take them back next time. Oh! And, you know, most people, most people... 
just go, sure, fine, that's fine. And, and some people look at you like you're really crazy and other people just go, that's great, thanks. So you get your next takeaway in those containers. Just wash them. Yeah. Sometimes they, they do break. They're not very durable. Yeah. And when they break, obviously you have to chuck them. But just keep using things mm. until they break. If, mm. And if they're repairable, repair them. Mm. Plastic's not. That's mm. where bamboo toothbrushes and things are better because they tend to sort of, they're just a better material, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Ideally, buy stainless steel takeaway food containers and remember to take them into the restaurant. (laughs) Who does that? (laughs) Or be bothered, you know, to go back to the car across the road and grab them instead of taking the plastic ones that you're offered. Little things like that, that you can do. That will make you feel good. Yeah. You'll feel good. Yeah. By being bothered. You You will. Yeah. And like we said in, in our first podcast, you'll look back in a few years' time and think, wow, I'm really living quite differently yes, to how I was. because I'm living by my values. Yeah. And ideally, you know, we live by our values and we don't just sort of, well, you know, it makes you feel good to know that you're doing something that's important I think most you. people want to leave the world a better place. Yes. Especially for our kids. Yeah. You know, we, I think, leave a profit is one of my favourite ideas is that that when you leave even if you're leaving a hotel room you don't leave it you you can kind of leave a profit wherever you go even if it's by just you know tidying up your hotel room and not leaving it in a mess or whatever it is like just the the philosophy of leave a profit don't you know don't just take but try and give back you know we can do that in so many ways in so many ways yeah that is my favorite quote from this podcast (laughs) I love it. Yeah, really cool. Chelsea, thank you so much for joining us again. That has been so fun. Really, really informative and great. I'm sure that everyone has had at least one tip from that podcast. I hope so. Thanks, Lou. Thank you. For more tips and tricks about how you can do better with the environment, you can follow Chelsea's social media page at Keen to Go Green or click on the podcast link on our website. You've been listening to the Dirty World podcast with Louisa Hollenberg. Make sure to like and subscribe, and while you're at it, why don't you take a screenshot and post it to Instagram. Let your friends know about this podcast by hashtagging Dirty World Podcast. If you want any more information, of course you can register your interest for Louise's book, Clean Skin in a Dirty World, or read her blogs at earthandskin.com.au. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and YouTube at Clean Skin Dirty World. If you have any other comments or suggestions about topics you'd love for us to cover, please send us a DM on any of our platforms. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for joining us on The Clean Side.